Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How's it going, guys? Hey, don't forget I'm doing free webinars every Thursday at 4 o'clock. You can register for those using the... Uh, mastercoachwebinars.carrd.co link that's in the show notes. Again, those are free and the topic for September is all around the resume. Uh, I'm alternating job search, LinkedIn, uh, networking, interviewing, all of those things, right? And all free um, and love for you to come. So we're going to talk today about what to do when recruiters ghost you. And most of you understand the concept of ghosting, but for the uninitiated, someone has stopped communicating at all with you, right? So this can happen in a relationship. It can happen with a friend. It can also happen in the, in the work um, setting. And this is very different from you applying for a job and they don't respond, right? So you fill out an online application, you submit your resume, you never hear a word. Many companies do operate that way unless you are a viable candidate because of legal ramifications. So that's why you're not hearing anything from them. But this is the concept of ghosting as it relates to recruiters and employers is you were in the pipeline, you were hearing from them. They Maybe you've had an interview, maybe you've had more than one interview and then all of a sudden things go dark. I want to talk to you about why that might be and what you can do about it. And I got a lot of this information from an online article by Shireen Jaffer at Minutes. So I want to give her credit for this. And of course, added my own wisdom as well. There's a few reasons why a company or a recruiter might ghost you. And and let me take just a minute to explain and clarify recruiter in that concept. So there's, there's two kinds of recruiters that we're talking about here. One could be You have the job title of recruiter for XYZ company. You work at XYZ. You are an employee of them. You work in the human resource department, and your job is recruiter, right? Recruiting coordinator. So you are an employee of the company. The other kind of recruiter would be what we call a third-party recruiter, where you're working for some other company, and you are helping to fill positions at various companies, right? But you're not an employee of the company. And you're only going to make money if you send the winning candidate to that company. So either way, everything that I'm talking about with recruiters applies to either kind of that of recruiter. So, so why might a company or a recruiter ghost you that you've been in the works with, right? So number one could be a change in priorities. And this could be a freeze was put on hiring. Maybe there was a shift in priority. So now this job that they were hot to fill, they've decided to pause on that, maybe go in a different direction. I've seen situations where the, the boss or the person that this person would report to, there's now been a change or maybe it's been it's been vacated and they haven't hired the new person yet. They want to give that new person the opportunity to hire and not have to inherit the person that the previous person hired. Um, it could be that the company's decided to go in a completely different direction altogether. So, you know, you would hope that the recruiter, whether it's a third-party recruiter or an in-house recruiter, would let you know those things, but that doesn't always happen. So number two, it could be that for whatever reason, they've decided to focus more on internal candidates. And this could be the concept of an internal candidate. In other words, they 
they feel like there might be internal candidates that could fill the bill or there is a specific internal candidate that has come to the forefront. I see this most often when a company is trying to have a reduction in force without layoffs. So they're looking at what are those key positions and how can we pull for those positions from outside of our department within the company, and then the the position that maybe is being vacated would be the one that would be left unfilled. Number three could be just bad timing. So the recruiter you've been working with maybe went on vacation, maybe they left the company, maybe they were fired. And it could also be that it's just not a good recruiter. So this is not a recruiter who has, um, you know, they're dropping the ball, they're letting things slip, they're just, they're, they're overwhelmed by the volume that they're working with and they're not following up appropriately. Those are all things that can happen that have nothing to do with you. But there are things that might have happened. There might be reasons that you're being ghosted that do have to do with you. So let's talk about those. Number one that I see quite frequently is you bombed the follow-up. So they asked you for something. Maybe they sent you an assessment they wanted you to take. They wanted you to meet with somebody. There's something they wanted you to do and you didn't do it. Or somewhere along the way in the follow-up, you know, the maybe the, the email communications, you misbehaved. You misspelled words or acted inappropriately, spoke inappropriately in the emails and has caused them to have pause about you. The second one is not showing initiative, right? So, and I think that goes hand in hand with the follow-up piece, right? So if you're letting, you know, they send you an assessment and they say, hey, get this back to us in 48 hours and you don't do that, then you're also not showing initiative. So you want to be very active in responding to their request and in staying in contact with them so that they know that, you know, you have that initiative that they undoubtedly want in this position. And then a third one uh, is is the reference checks. So I, I think there's this really misguided notion out there that reference checks are perfunctory. They're just sort of a formality and that nobody ever finds out any juicy stuff. And I can tell you from personal experience, I have had I have had reference checks tell me that they thought the person that I was checking references on was not mentally stable. I have had them tell me some other really interesting things. So please don't assume <laughs> that your that your reference checks cannot um, harm you in any way, right? The way that I like to handle reference checks, if, if I'm the candidate, is I'm going to ask someone, would you be willing to be a favorable recommendation for me? That's number one. And then my second question is going to be, what will you say about me? So I want to know. I'd rather know now than to, you know, start to wonder after I don't get the job, I don't get the job, I don't get the job. And if this person in any way waffles or kind of tries to put put you off, take that as the sign that it is and move on to the next person. Or if you don't think that what they're saying about you, what they say that they will say is uh, what you want them to say, move on to the next person. So what can you do to minimize the chances of being ghosted? So I've got a couple of things here. Number one, you want to focus on thoughtful follow-up. So I recommend an email a week for at least three weeks. So kind of consistent communication. Add some value every time, right? Keep researching the industry and the company and add some little bit of information. You don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but 
hey, read the article about uh, your company's growth in the Midwest. Really exciting. Just that kind of stuff, right? You also want to make sure that you keep this contact positive. It can be very easy to start to slip in frustration or negativity as this goes on. And that is the worst thing that just about the worst thing that you can do. So what you're trying to do in this communication is convey that you're still interested. You're still very interested. You're still, uh, you have that initiative, that follow up and follow through. And, um, you know, this, by giving them little pieces of information that you've learned about the company and kind of engaging with them as a colleague before you become a colleague, it gives them the sense that you could maybe be able to hit the ground running when you got the job, right? You're very already part of the company. You're part of the culture. You get it. You're, you're, you're on board. The second thing you can do is connect through LinkedIn. And so if you haven't done that by the time they ghost you, then by absolutely give it a try once they do ghost you. I recommend doing it sooner than that, uh, really as soon as you make contact with that individual. But that can be just another way to connect with these people, another way to you know start a conversation. And you might say something like, I really enjoyed our conversation last week, and I look forward to hearing, uh, hearing from you as to the next step. And then number three, you want to reach out to build other relationships. I think it's important in this process to, at some point, kind of step back and evaluate where things are. And do I want to try another approach to get my foot in the door or to get my foot back in the door with this company? What if I talk to another recruiter? So if I've been dealing with a third-party recruiter who has begun to ghost me, can I possibly go directly to the company and talk to the HR department or even the hiring manager to see what's going on? And, and I may, what I may hear when I do that is we've moved in another direction. You know, you're no longer considered a candidate. That's better than not knowing, right? So that's, that's a worthwhile um, kind of use of your time. If you hear that the company, you know, maybe you read in the news, like you're, you're getting ghosted and simultaneously you see in the news that they've laid off half their workforce, that's probably your answer. So what I mean by stepping back to evaluate is how do I feel about the company now? What are my other options out there? What What is my experience been like so far to the sum total of it with this company? And do I want to make the effort to pursue another channel or is this a company that I've kind of changed my mind about. I really just am not impressed with the way they've handled this or, you know, I have other better offers in the works, that kind of thing. So there's no right or wrong here. It's just a matter of really thinking about what, what is best for you. I get a lot of questions from employers about whether they should do something like that, right? Should, should they do an end run and try to get into the company another way? And my response is always the same. What have you got to lose, right? If you've been ghosted and things are at a standstill, there's really no downside in giving it a try. You may or may not get a response, but that's where you're at now. So you're already in the worst case scenario, which is not knowing, because even a no is better than not knowing. So you're in the worst case scenario. So at worst, if you reach out to them, you're going to be exactly where you are now, not knowing. And at best, you're going to get an answer. You're going to reignite the situation and, and move things forward. All right. So I hope this has been helpful. Again, I'm getting a lot of questions and comments from clients about being ghosted right now. And I think it's a combination of the volume of hiring that some companies are doing 
also the unique challenges of working from home and going through the hiring process from home. I am seeing companies with widely different, um, how do I want to say it? They're, they've, they've responded to COVID in terms of their hiring and their, their recruitment practices in very different ways. There are companies out there. I have a client right now who just called me this week. She got a job offer. She was dealing with a company that she was really interested in who just flat out refused to hire her until they could see her in person. I think those companies are going to, if not fall by the wayside in this pandemic, I think they're going to really be behind the curve when things kind of pick back up and things kind of go back to whatever normal might look like because they were very slow to respond. This is the reality and the companies that are succeeding right now are figuring out how to go through a recruitment process effectively hire onboard people effectively without them being in the in the office. Um, as always, I want to be your career coach. If you're ready to reach out for a 45-minute free consult to talk about working with me, you've got the link in the show notes, and uh, I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.